0: I know you've got a lot of other things to do on a Monday morning, but uh, appreciate you taking time with us uh, here on WMAY as we talk about a lot of different issues that are impacting uh, the communities uh, listening and all across the the, the state. Uh, and outside of hosting this morning talk show, I also cover the uh, Illinois State House pretty closely. Uh, and uh, one thing that happened Friday afternoon, as is typical with a, uh, what we call a news dump, uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker signed legislative MAPS into effect uh, that uh, ultimately were revised from maps that were signed uh, by the governor back in June. And this all deals with who's going to be your state representative, who's going to be your state senator for the next 10 years, something that's determined by state lawmakers after the U.S. Census. So leading up to Friday, what happened was lawmakers had a June 30th, 30th deadline to pass legislative maps. Uh, But we didn't have the full census data. So instead of waiting and allowing for a bipartisan commission to draw maps, for instance, with the latest data state lawmakers passed with Democrat majorities. Uh, No Republicans supported this. Uh, They passed maps in May. The governor signed those, and they were based off estimates. There have been lawsuits filed against those maps uh, by Republicans, but also by the Mexican-American Legal Defense Foundation. Uh, But you also have uh, the U.S. Census data releasing the final set of numbers that are really accurate, not estimates. And uh, those are the numbers that are supposed to be used for redistricting well that didn't uh, that didn't uh, you know stop the Democrats from revising the maps they went ahead and revised those maps sent them to the governor earlier this month and the governor signed those Friday are those maps any better than what were, were the estimates uh, several groups coming out against the maps including the mexican-american legal Defense and educational fund uh, saying that the maps violates their uh, constituents rights uh, despite a growing Latino population they say that uh, the maps are actually decreasing uh, Latino you know, the... Influence uh, and the ability for Latinos to to elect somebody of their choice, uh, but it's not just the uh, the group Maldef. You also have Illinois African Americans for Equitable Redistricting. And joining us right now is Valerie Leonard. She's with the group. We were also going to try to connect with uh, Norman Montgomery this morning. Unfortunately, couldn't make that connection happen. But Valerie, I'm very glad that you were able to join us this morning. I guess tell us what uh, what the Illinois African Americans for Equitable Redistricting. Uh, what's your position on the governor's signing? Of the maps Friday.
1: Okay, great. First of all, thank you so much for having me. And I could not help but chuckle when you said news dump. Um, really good choice of words. Um, our position is we are really, really concerned about these maps. In fact, they have cut the potential for African Americans to elect candidates of their choice by 50%. You know, we won't feel that effect. Right now, but over time, you know, as communities change, we will definitely feel feel the impact.
0: So, with these maps, uh, you're you're essentially saying that uh, you know you're not going to have as, as strong of the ability to uh, represent uh, you know lawmakers at the state house uh, that uh, that would be reflecting the the will of the people of uh, the African American population.
1: That's exactly right. Um, Back in 2011, 16 African-American state rep districts were drawn and eight Senate districts were drawn. We um, fast forward to today. That number's been cut in half. We only have eight state rep districts that are majority black and four Senate that are majority black. And, you know, people are saying, oh, well, it's okay. You guys can still like candidates of your choice, you still have pluralities, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, this to me is a really good way to use um, the Illinois um, Voting Rights Act to actually water down black voting power. You know, this stuff is all lawful within the context of the Illinois Voting Rights Act. You know, you can do coalition districts, you can do Influence districts and coalition districts are those districts where two minorities can come together, two minority groups can come together and elect the candidate of their choice. And then the influence districts are those districts where you have significant population, um, say about fifteen percent, where you can influence the district, you know, the outcome. But what has happened? It seems like a pattern, you know, where they could have drawn majority black districts, you know, districts we're going to call a majority 50% or higher. They could have done that in up to 18 different instances, you know, you know, so we actually in even though we lost population as black folks, if you look at the data and where we're distributed, you really could have optimally drawn 18 districts, right? But they chose not to draw. 18 they chose not to even restore the 16 and when i say those i'm talking about illinois democrats who are in charge of this process rather than use majority districts they have substituted at least four of those with majority minority districts where blacks have the Morality. We're talking with eight
0: of them. Yeah, we're talking with Valerie Leonard. Uh she's with the Illinois African Americans for Equitable Redistricting. Valerie, I believe that we also have uh Norman now joining us on WMAY and I want to make sure that I've got this conference line in just right. Norman, are you with us?
2: Sure, Greg.
0: How are you today? Good. And Valerie, can you hear Norman? I
1: can. I can. Hello, Norman. Thank you for joining us.
0: Good morning, Valerie. How are you today? <laughs> Good to hear both of you. All right. So, you know, we've been hearing Valerie uh, lay out some of her concerns about uh, the maps that the governor signed Friday. Uh, What kind of communication, uh, Norman, has there been between uh, your group, uh, Democrats in control of the process, and uh, the governor's office who ultimately approved these revised maps?
2: Greg, we haven't had much conversation between us and any of the politicians. And I'll be honest with you. The conversation with the politicians is basically between Valerie. Um, I'm executive director of 501c3, and we don't do politics per se, but we do do data, and Valerie reached out to us to get some help in doing the state of Illinois data. It's big data, and we do big data, so uh, we gave Valerie the aid in terms of slicing up the state and trying to determine what the most equitable conditions are.
0: And from your determination, Norman, uh, this map is not uh, reflective of equitable representation across the state.
2: Greg, when we started this out, Valerie and I had the opinion that, you know, it wasn't really about trying to get more black districts but looking at what we had and trying to build on what we had in hand. You know, a lot of people are going after the two in the bush, but we're more interested in what we had in hand. And we wanted to make sure that whatever came out of this redistricting cycle, that we didn't lose anything substantially. And and we're talking about community assets But we just can't seem to get that in line. I mean, you know, it's, one year it's this or one 10-year period it's going to be this and the next 10-year period it's going to be that. And consistency, you know, we if you expect us to carry the weight, we like some consistency in what we face. That's all. I mean, you know, this, this, this is nothing unrealistic. This is nothing unreasonable. We agree with carrying our own weight but we just need to have consistency in order to do it.
0: We're talking okay. with uh, Norman Montgomery and Valerie Leonard. Uh, they're with the group Illinois African Americans for Equitable Redistricting. Valerie, uh, the question to you, uh, you know, what kind of conversations have you had with Democrats uh, in, in leadership at the legislature and with the governor's office? Uh, and is your group considering or have you uh, filed the lawsuit against these maps as Republicans have and as uh, MALDAF has?
1: Okay, <clears throat> answer to the first question, I feel like the communication has been one way. We've had um, situations where, you know, people in the legislature and people from the governor's office have listened, or shall I say they, they let us fit our concerns. I, I don't feel like they were listening, because if they were listening, we would not be in this predicament. And in terms of the the legal action we are. Definitely, definitely considering legal action. We're looking at different alternatives now.
0: Valerie, uh, Norman, thank you both for taking time with us this morning uh, and uh, laying out for us the concerns you have. Because we're seeing the concerns raised even by uh, Maldef, their uh, their staff attorney said the maps do not reflect the census data and Latino population growth over the last decade. It's unfortunate the governor went along with the plans that shortchanges the community. Uh, Maldef challenged the maps uh, and uh, will continue and. Uh, looking into that. So uh, just a, a handful of uh, different voices here, uh, you know, that are trying to to get across that they want uh, equitable representation. Uh, they want to be represented as the, uh, the census shows and uh, uh, a lot of lawmakers uh, pushed uh, to slow things down. But the uh, Democratic majority went ahead and moved forward. Is that something you guys were asking for was it for them to just take some time and to actually allow for uh, public input and public participation in this?
1: Yeah, we did urge yeah, we did urge them to on um, well, honestly we urged them to go ahead because we did not want them to go into a position where there is a commission and you're flipping a coin to see who's in charge. Right. We believed that the time that ACS data and the methodologies that were used to collect ACS data were sufficient You know, they were very similar to using real census data. So we didn't push back so much on the schedule, although we did push back on the way that the um, hearings were handled, right? Um, People did not have enough time to prepare. There was not sufficient engagement in the African-American community. We had to write letters to ask them to hold hearings at times and places that were accessible. We um, did not get the data that we requested. We even did a FOIA, and we never got the information back. And then when the census data did come back, you can see how um, messed up the map was. And again, we we didn't have much concern about that because, you know, state law provides for those cases where if the uh, map that you do is not efficient, then you have to fix it. So we preferred to go that route. But even so, they did not listen to us. And the hearings, the second go round were even more rushed. And the experiences were worse than the first go round. I really feel like the Democrats were tone deaf. And they were dead set on maintaining what is already a veto proof majority. And even um, doubling down. You know, right now they have a majority. In the house of seventy-three to seventy-three or forty-one or something like that, but they, they've got seventy-three to
2: forty-eight, I
1: think. Big, they've got seventy-three districts now, and they want to push that to eighty, right? So I, I think at this point it's just greed. You know, they they really could allow for more representation of minority groups and still have a veto proof majority they were able to do that 10 years ago and you know they should be able to do that now based on the data that we see
0: valerie leonard uh norman montgomery both of you thanks so much for taking time with us here on the wmay morning news feed and let's stay in touch as this uh continues to play out because uh, the, the the maps are in the courts right now um we'll uh we'll watch where exactly this goes we'll talk soon okay
1: Okay, awesome. Thank you so much
0: for having us. Absolutely. That is Valerie Leonard and Norman Montgomery with the group Illinois African Americans for Equitable Redistricting here on the WMAY Morning News Feed.